Welcome to Trade Avant Garde Podcast. This is show number 11, and it's great to have you back with us. Uh, my name's John Warren, and as usual, I'm here with a very good mate, Ashley Ralph. Welcome, Ash. Hello, JW. How are you? Uh, wonderful, as usual. Hey, Ash, we've had a big week. Uh, beers and banter, Matty Burrell up there in uh, Queensland. We had the chance to catch up uh, on his wonderful podcast, Beers and Banter, or the Electrician Series, or Sparky Series, I think he calls it. So that was that was a lot of fun. It was a good lot of fun and uh, lots of sports talk and uh, a little bit of trade talk, but uh, no, I really enjoyed having a, a different uh, a different host than just you, JW. Yeah, well, I think for both of us, the <laughs> fact that it was beers and banter, I know Maddie did encourage us to, to have a beer as we're talking, I think it was just, just under an hour. I mean, we'd encourage Maddie next time maybe not to get us on at 7am in the morning, that was probably a bit, of, <laughs> a bit early. <laughs> But I don't think uh, people would have noticed that so much, So, but it was really good. Hey, um, a lot of stuff going on in the news, uh, particularly around post-COVID and the rebuild, uh, particularly small to medium uh, businesses, those, those small to medium SMEs, small to medium enterprises, and the government trying to do a lot to, to really boost uh, the economy post-COVID and, and get things kick-started. So a lot of activity in that space, and I think today we're pretty excited about that because with that kickstart, there's lots of incentives going on that are going to impact uh, businesses and particularly tradie businesses, the ones that uh, we're connecting with. So today we, we have another guest, Ash, and uh, it's Amanda Watchman. Amanda's the Managing Director of Rit Watchman & Associates. So welcome, Amanda. Hi, thanks for having me. Thanks for your time today. Can I say, uh, John, just I think I need to put a caveat out there that Amanda is my accountant, so just so uh, we're all clear there, because I will talk highly of it during the show, but uh, yeah, it's uh, absolutely wonderful, and it's really, really exciting to have her on, on board. It is. It's, um, I think if we, can, uh, if we can drag out what you just spoke about, mate, uh, in this podcast with the government incentives and the likes, I think it'll be really exciting. But um, Amanda, welcome, as John said. What we like to do is find a little bit about uh, a little bit out about yourself, and we'll talk a little bit about your business during this show. Because, as we've always told everyone, business is business, no matter whether you've got you know you work from a computer or you've got a pen in your hand or you've got a pair of pliers, hammer, screwdriver. Uh, business is business. So, if we if we can start off, um, if you can let us know sort of how or why you know, you became an accountant, you know, is there a family history there that you followed in or is it just something you were, you're interested in the numbers and, and went that way? Yeah, um, well, basically in year 12, when I was finishing um, high school, I was in accounting, did accounting and business maths and I actually got um, the best accounting student of the year award and got a Whee! trophy from the chartered accountants, which was still, it's on my desk at the moment and um <laughs> Once I saw that logo, I thought, I'm going to be a chartered accountant. So that's how it started for me. Um, and I haven't looked back since. Well, it's exciting that you've still got that award on your desk. And that would have only been a, a couple of years ago, Amanda, because you're still <laughs> quite young. Only a couple of years. Actually, it was 2000 that I got that award. So there you go. Yeah, 20 years ago. Hey, look, that's fantastic, Amanda. Um, and we're always asking traders how they got started in business. So obviously... It, you got involved in accounting and become an accountant, but tell us about business. How did you start in uh, or end up being part of Rit Watchman Associates? Yeah, so um, when I uh, went my first year of university at Flinders, I um, applied for a job um, that was advertised, and um, it was with Alex uh, Rit. Rit Watch, uh, it was Rit Accounting and Consulting at that time, and I became a um, an employee for him. 
And um, over the years, uh, I've kind of really enjoyed the accounting and, and started to bring my own clients in to the business. Um, so it, 10 years ago, he suggested that I become a partner with him. Um, and that's how I started in, in business. So it's interesting uh, because obviously in your craft, it's about partnerships. So what's involved in becoming a partner? How does, what, what takes yeah. place? Well, um, basically for us, it was a matter of um, looking at the business um, that um, was, was um, around at that time and valuing it and then um, obviously just seeing what, um, as a partner, what I would inject and pay him for a share in the partnership. Um, and then taking on the responsibility. So it was no longer looking up to my boss, but looking up to a mentor that was going to teach me and show me the ropes of being a, an owner and a business manager. So. Sorry, but maybe the motivation. What um, what excited you about taking that step from sort of employee to now being a partner, uh, owning the owning part of the business? Um, I think um, it, you know. It was the environment, um, the accounting industry is forever changing and um, being involved in um, businesses was really important and Alex gave me the opportunity to um, you know, be involved face-to-face um, -face with a lot of clients and, and bringing my own clients in, I was able to develop the relationships. Um, so the motivation was obviously to continue um, the relationship building with clients and um, understanding what they were going through because I was going through it as well, I think was a real good motivator. Um, and I think it's a real uh, testimony to understand, you know, being a business is one thing and managing a business is another. So. So once you made that decision that, look, this sounds like a good idea, where, where did you go to get advice or who did you seek out to, to help you to come to that final decision that, yes, you're going you're gonna to get on board? Uh, I think um, I'd been with Alex for about nine years and um, the relationship was quite open and honest um, from day dot. And so he guided me. Um, I spoke to a lawyer and um, I spoke to, obviously, family. And for me, it was the right decision because... Um, I knew I wanted to be in the industry. Um, it wasn't a temporary thing. And um, I thought, um, for me, I'd build relationships with the current clientele. Um, so moving forward um, and becoming um, more involved in their business was kind of important for me. So um, it was a win-win for everybody. Hey, Amanda, just, if we could just drag it out a little bit on, on what John was just talking about and you talk about the partnership. There's probably lots of thought around, especially in Australia, around partnerships and we know we hear a lot that don't work if uh, someone came to you today and said listen on i'm thinking about doing exactly what you and alex did, what would be the steps you'd advise them to make sure that you know if it didn't quite work out that it was always going to be as amicable as possible yeah, yeah. i think with um, partnerships um, there's a lot of different structures out there um, and a partnership is a good structure um, to begin with but the problem with the partnership is it's you're, you're liable for the partner as well as yourself. So um, it's very risky in that regard. So um, you really have to have a good relationship with your partner um, and yeah. trust that partner. So that's probably the biggest thing I'd um, want to encourage. Uh, making sure you, the understanding and the agreement, the partnership agreement that is formed before any paperwork or money is transferred understanding what your expectations are with each other and why you're going into partnership with each other um, would be the biggest key areas that you need to focus on and make sure it, it's all above board and all communicated so there's no surprises. Yeah.
Yeah, that, that's yeah, no, that's excellent advice and, uh, and and makes sense. It's sometimes I think you know you get really excited about jumping into a partnership in the beginning and everything's going to be rosy. It's always going to be rosy, and, and it's no different in lots of ways to a marriage. Um, everything's going to yeah. be rosy in the beginning and perfect, and and you're going to love each other forever. And, and we know, you know, in some cases that doesn't always play out. So I think in partnership you talk about uh, very similar things um, to marriage. So it makes a lot of sense. So it's good advice. Absolutely. It's all about um, communication and honesty and expectations. So if you, like for me and Alex, um, you know, how, if our expectations weren't being met with one another, would we talk about it, you know, we discuss it and, and move forward. Um, and it's important to continue that relationship. Yeah, I agree. No, that, that's beautiful. Hey, um, moving on, we know through, you know, there's been lots of change in, in Australian business over the last 10 years, and that we had a conversation with Miles Astley the other day in regards to the net of things wasn't even around when he was starting his business and mm -hmm. running data cable wasn't even a thing that they did. So that alone has been a massive change in technology and, and that. So what about in accounting? You know, has there been those sort of changes as well? I'm sure with the software and the likes. Oh, absolutely. The um, Probably the biggest change is the accounting software that's available nowadays compared to what was available uh, 10 years ago. Uh, we have the ability now to have um, a live stream, real-time information, and it's really important for business owners to capture that information so you can see at any given point in time what you're owed, um, what you're owing, and where your profitability is. So that's probably the biggest um, you know, biggest uh, change in, in accounting that I've seen um, over the last 10 years. Um, obviously, ATO legislation is changing all the time. <laughs> <laughs> you know the compliance, so but, you know that's continuously a changing yeah. roller coaster, and obviously being abroad a, a that and across that and educating clients um, is one of the biggest key things that you know we continue to try and do um, to ensure everyone has a good understanding, because the ATO like to cut you know where they can, and you know, everything changes. So yeah, it's really important to keep above that as well. Hey, great, Amanda. And listen, that uh, partnership advice, that was uh, that was outstanding. And it's a shame that we didn't maybe get you on the show seven months ago before Ash and I started our partnership. <laughs> <laughs> it would have been so insightful maybe to consider some of those things before before we jumped in. But, um, but so far, so good. Hey, and the ATO you mentioned, and of course, compliance is a big thing for all small businesses and tradies, I mean, uh, to, to make Make sure that they. I mean, ATO are very good friends of uh, Innovative Traders Club. We love the ATO, and um, and we obviously work with them uh, really closely. You talk about live stream, real time information, and that's uh, that's uh, amazing when you think about technology and and how it's driving real change in lots of industries, and, and of course accounting. Uh, Ash and I chose zero for this business, and I know Ash uh, has been using Myob. So if you look at some of those technology platforms, how are they changing the industry and, uh, and how is that impacting tradies to your uh, point of view? Yeah, so w with both programs, I mean, there's there's Reckon as well and Intuit and QuickBooks. There, There's so many different programs out there. But um, I guess with these programs, there's a lots of apps that you can add to the program, which allows you to get more information. So uh, Xero, for example, has Receipt Bank, which allows you to take photos of your receipts and capture it and go directly into Xero. Um, Myob's got the Capture app, which again allows you to just quickly take your, a, a photo of your receipt and it goes directly into Intray 
Uh, it's streamlined. You can throw out your receipt. You don't need to keep it, and, and the data's already in there. So um, the ability of the programs make it more convenient uh, and a lot easier for small businesses and tradies just to not have to worry about, okay, I've got to make sure my receipt's in the box. I've got to give it to my bookkeeper or my accountant. You know, it's, it's real-time, straightforward, you know, just take a photo and it's done. So the convenience is really um, quite unique and, and it um, makes it a lot easier for clients to you know, have everything in there and in the information readily available for them. Just those uh, those tips and tricks you just sort of shared with us then, I mean, that that is game-changing when we think about productivity, just literally using the apps depending on what software they choose to, to bring into their business. Take a photo and that's it. It's recorded, it's logged into their accounting system. You don't need to keep the paper copies. There's some of the things that Innovative Traders Club, and lots of trades would already be doing that, we understand, but there's probably a lot that could learn a lot from uh, Watchman and and your team about making better decisions on driving, uh, or sorry, using those technologies to, to drive performance and, and productivity. So we might uh, come back to you and have a chat about maybe develop some cheat sheets exactly to the points you've talked about. Yeah, it's a good idea, JW. It's it, it's always a hard one, and I know the last three years of of uh, services that uh, Amanda's taught me a lot of tricks, and and we're using all the things she's talking about, which has made my part of the the partnership really a lot easier. So so it's um, it's excellent. It's excellent um, information. So, hey, Amanda, part of innovative tradies. Uh, we we want to help a partner who's at home, maybe running the books, mm-hmm. also trying to work, maybe bringing up a family. You know, there's all these things, and the listeners have heard over time how when I started my business, Jody was a big part of doing that and and bringing up the boys and and doing all those sort of things. So we know it happens a lot out there in small trade businesses. Um, what to help the partner at home? What invite? What advice? Sorry, what advice can we give? You know, to the tradies out there that are that are probably going to, oh, you know, the, the the supplier to get some gear and get in. But what are the top tips we can help the partners at home with, yeah. and and help their help their tradie out there? Yeah, yeah. Um, I think the the probably the key would be build a relationship with your accountant. Um, ask questions. Don't assume. And just you know, no questions, silly. I think the more questions you ask and the more education and knowledge that you can um, obtain, the better for your business and the better for y- yourself. Um, so don't assume, just ask questions. Um, the biggest thing is keep receipts. So take the photo and, and throw it out, but make sure you take the photo. There's um, you, To claim a deduction, you have to have the receipt. So big key is make sure you have the receipt. Um, and write things down. I think it's really important for tradies to keep a diary um, and make sure that they have what they do on a daily basis because things get missed um, and it's you know it's it's about you know communicating and and making sure that everyone knows what's going on and if you have a conversation with a client and, and you know don't document it you know it could be missed and and there could be missed opportunities so I think making sure you have diary evidence of what's going on uh, the biggest thing with sole traders is have a different bank account uh, so make sure that you specifically set up a separate bank account for your business and a separate bank account for personal. So there's no um, confusion on what's business and what's personal. It makes it a lot easier at the end of the year when you're trying to do your tax return. Uh, and it's you know a lot easier as far as identifying what the business expenses are. Be compliant with your business. Make sure you understand um, your industry 
legislation requirements, you have your licences, you have your insurance. Uh, be be abroad of that and make sure that you're achieving those memberships and subscriptions and uh, even the training that you're qualified to have to be in that industry. I think that's really a good key with um, being representable of your business. And the last but not least is be honest and transparent with, with your clients and all parties that you deal with on a regular basis, on a, on a daily basis. Yeah, some good tips there, Amanda. Um, and whilst a lot of them do sound common sense, uh, we start the habit, but don't always continue it. And check that one around receipts, the amount of times you, you might fill up for fuel or uh, they slip into the uh, their supplier, wherever that might be, and just misplace some of those things. So it's just that habit of taking photos every time would probably stop a lot of the problems that no doubt you find from time to time when people are putting in claims. Yeah, definitely. Networking. Uh, now, I know you do a, a lot of networking. It's important to, to your business. And for Innovative Traders Club, that's that's really been a big focus for us. Uh, people probably get sick of saying it, but there's lots of tradies out there that are in business for themselves, but not by themselves. They, they can get a little bit lonely out there. And, and we understand that, that networking is such an important part of developing or, or growing the breadth of their business. We've had a couple of uh, guests on uh, tradies on and whilst they weren't really comfortable with uh, networking initially, they've really seen the value in, in being more effective in that. And in fact, actually gone out of their way to develop plans to be able to network more effectively. Can you maybe share from your perspective again, what, what are some of the benefits that you found and the value in networking and growing um, Rick Watchman and Associates? Yeah, so um, I really took on the networking role um, from, from day dot. Alex wasn't really... Uh, interested in, in that side of things. He'd pretty much already done it. So um, it was a good opportunity for me to kind of build my own confidence. And I find um, I found with networking, it, it definitely built my self-confidence. I had a better understanding of what I was providing to clients as well as, you know, having conversations. You get um, a bit more understanding of how you're helping other people as well as yourself. So it's a definitely a good self-confidence, self-boosting, um, you know, uh, Thing to do for a business owner um, and it's also about building good relationships so networking you can you, you know people are in the same um, like-mindedness as yourself you, you know you, you're in business because you want to be in business uh, and I found that networking and, and building those relationships with like-minded people was really not only um, important to me as a person but also to my business so uh, I definitely encourage networking Excellent. And talking about networking, uh, maybe, and this is probably um, off the top of your head, sort of describe your ideal client. What would be the ideal client for Rick Watchman and Associates? Um, so um, I don't tend to put um, like a specific, um, I guess, category, but anyone that is um, in business or even an individual that you know wants, wants to learn, wants to be educated, um, wants to do the right thing and understand what their tax requirements are um, as a taxpayer. We are all individual taxpayers, um, no matter if we are in business, and, and just understanding and, and wanting to know what is required um, at tax time is, is probably um, one of the key things that I look for in a client. Um, honesty and te integrity is probably the biggest thing as well. You know, you um, I, we have to have similar... Um, I guess similar understandings of what's required um, and, and just being up for being um, educated as well. Can I just add to Amanda in regards to networking is it doesn't always work the first time to join a group, would that be right? 
Yeah, absolutely. Um, I've been in, in a n number of different types of um, events. So, you know, um, I don't know, know if you're aware, but Business SA have a great networking group that they um, let you, as a member, in join in. And, and I find they're really quite good to just meet other like-minded business owners. Um, I'm in a networking group called B4B, which is a breakfast for businesses. And, and that's, you know, a regular um, a networking event that I go to to build you know, those long-term relationships with. But, yeah, it, it doesn't always work for everyone. People are really busy as well. And it's just about um, having that fine-tune of, of, you know, being able to be 100% at and present at the networking event while you're there um, to ideally, you know, grow your business and grow yourself. I mean, you always get, you get out of it what you put into it. And it's interesting. I've done a little bit over the time with different roles. And you do, you, you rock up to one networking event. And, and as I said, they're not... Not every event's for everyone, but I think you've got to don't get knocked don't get knocked backwards in the networking side of it. If you go to one and it doesn't sort of hit your aspirations, I think I think there's always a chance. Okay, I went to that one, and that one wasn't quite what I thought it would be. I'll go and try. You know, I think it's it's a really important part of your business. So it's good that you know if you don't find the first one the first time, don't lose faith in it. Keep, um, yeah, absolutely. Keep knocking on different doors. So now that's brilliant and and massive in ITC for us. You know. Hey, uh, we get to move on now to um, what's in it for the members and uh, and what Watchman can provide to our members. So um, a real good chance for you, Amanda, now to test your selling skills uh, <laughs> with the members. And, uh, you know, uh, as I said at the beginning, you know, you're our accountant and I've learned so much. It's an amazing ride from, from three years ago, as you'll remember. When we sat, <laughs> we sat in your office. Nineteen little green blokes that said you've got an idea for business. Um, but uh, you know, so I've come a long way. Um, from your point of view, you know, and the trades, uh, what can Rip Watchman do for them? Yeah. Um, so for for the Innovative Trades Club, um, we've kind of provided a different um, different kind of categories of what we can provide. So first and foremost, we're happy to do a, a free accounting and business education consult, uh, just so you can have an idea of um, what what to look for um, to start your own business or if you're in business, some tips and tricks on, on how you can improve your business um, and just get a better understanding of what's going on and why, you know, what, what you need to achieve and what profit you want to, um, you know, achieve for yourself and, and for your family, looking at budgets and, and cash flow and projections potentially. Um, and then we're looking at the bronze, which is um, looking to biz a business setup kind of structure. So, you know, we can walk through the different structures available. There, you know, there's lots of different structures. There's sole traders, partnerships, trust companies, um, unit trust, and we can just go through what the benefits for your situation would be, and, and go through the pros and cons, uh, and then we can establish that entity for you, um, and get you registered as far as um, the ATO and ASIC, if we require, if you're needed to be registered for GST, and, and educate you through those processes. Um, and then the silver is looking to potentially go that one step further and, and set up you know, a company structure um, and, and give you support. So we also give you um, like an education process with a package, an accounting package of your choice. We use both Myv and Zero, and there's also Reckon and QuickBooks that we are, um, can help you with as well. So we can do a, a template um, and, and give you a five-hour support on how you can do the data entry and, and do your invoicing and, and you know, set up your bank feeds and all those positive things that go along with the accounting program. And our last but not least is the gold package, which um, 
We'll, we'll provide you with uh, obviously the bookkeeping, the end of year compliance, um, looking at budget control potentially, um, and giving uh, looking at the quarterly BATS potentially if you're going over that $75,000 bracket, um, and looking at the business analysis. So understanding what your goal was to begin with, why you started the business, and, and where you want to achieve and what, what your um, you know, future goals are you know, over the next 12 months to five years uh, to in order to street, um, achieve that and um, strive towards it. So, yeah, that's what we'll provide. Excellent, Amanda. And I know that uh, for the for the tradies and the tradie members in particular out there, they're, they're all looking at in sort of what's in it for me that with them and and certainly there's a lot there so depending whether they're, they're still tradies or they're in business or maybe they want to change the way they're, they're doing business i think you talked about um, different structures that can be set up so obviously they can come to to you and your team and, and have a chat about what, what might be the best model for their business moving forward yeah definitely everyone is different and understanding what your needs are and, and what you want to achieve um, is really important to be able to identify the best structure for you so yeah definitely and of course, for those uh, people listening out there, um, if, if you join the Innovative Traders Club, you can get on the website and all the information that Amanda's been sharing just there, you'll be able to find that and uh, and check out which one's going to be best for you. So www.innovativetraders.club, uh, pop in there and uh, and find the link to Rit Watchman Associates and, and all the information will be sitting there. Hey, you mentioned the, the ATO a bit earlier, Amanda. So what are some of the things, uh, I mean, compliance you mentioned too, obviously that's really important, but what are some of the big things that are happening, particularly with some of the incentives uh, for small business at the moment? Is there any, any sort of things that you want to share with the listeners that they should consider uh, or be preparing for to sort of capitalise on, on what the, the ATO and the government are doing just in, I suppose, these unusual COVID times? Absolutely. So obviously at the moment there's still the JobKeeper Phase 2 that's in, um, in at the moment, which has started at the beginning of this month. Uh, and that's obviously providing a, a, a decreased um, fortnightly um, benefit, but it's still available and it's available in two phases. Phase, um, phase 2, Phase 1, I guess, is up until the end of December and then Phase 3 is going to be from January to March and then it's going to be completely um, stopped after that. So that's currently in, um, in the market at the moment and um, is still available. They're obviously trying to provide the assistance for those uh, entities that have still had that decrease, 30% uh, decrease in, in gross profit or gross turnover. Uh, so it's, a, it's still a, a good assistance. Um, cash flow boost is now stopped. So September is the last quarter that we can get the cash flow boost, which was a real good benefit for those people paying wages. Um, the ATO were providing the PAYG withholding on wages paid, um, and that helped a lot of clients. Um, with just the cash flow side of things, they were able to redirect the, the money that would have been paid to the ATO to you know, rent and, and to um, staff uh, to try and help build the business um, in, that, in that difficult time. Uh, currently, the ATO has the instant tax write-off for um, assets um, that was uh, valued at up to 150. They've completely um, removed that restriction and basically any asset that you purchase from now until next year, 30th of June, um, 
you can have an instant write-off. So it allows you as um, a business to look to potentially buy that next car um, or your or the ute or uh, the, the tool that you need for your trade um, and can you know receive an instant write-off, which is a great um, deduction and, and it's great to promote, obviously, paying, um, yeah, helping the economy out, but also gives you that tax benefit of not paying tax on, on that component. So there's some great little things that are going on with the ATO and, and what they're providing. Uh, another good one is wages. So they've uh, introduced... Um, from the 6th of October, the um, employment assistance, um, where if you have a trainee or an apprentice, uh, they will pay um, up to half of the uh, wage. Um, it, is, it is the first 100,000 people that uh, apply for it, so I'll definitely get in quick. If you have a new trainee or an apprentice that has started in your business, that's a really, really good benefit that you, know, you could capture, um, which is fantastic. So lots of different things out there. No, look, great summary. And particularly that last one around incentives for apprentices. I know a couple of shows uh, we've been talking about that and tradies that are looking to develop talent in the industry, although it is unusual times, now would probably be the perfect time to sort of leverage that partnership with the government, if you like, and to, to bring new talent in there and training people up, particularly in the construction trade industry. Hey, look, that's great. The other um, one point before I hand back to Ash is Zero. We've, we've had some chats with Zero and uh, and really impressed with, with what they're doing. I mean, they've sort of fast-tracked and made productivity a lot easier for traders. But I know that they tend to partner with uh, with accountants and, and businesses like yours because that's really where the stronger connection is. For traders looking for maybe training on uh, on some of those programs, is that a service that Rip Watchman and Associates can provide? Yes, yeah, so we're um, going to be providing workshops and training sessions for accounting programs um, at, at our office. So we'll definitely be looking to do that um, in the new year, uh, which is going to be great. Uh, just to you know, go through those um, little tips and tricks on how to use the program and um, how to you know make it easier for you, so you're not having to do data processing like every weekend. Um, keep it up to date and, and informed. Zero and Maya—they're all perfect um, programs to use, and it, you know, it's just a matter of um, getting uh, you know some basic training to help, and uh, then you can uh, make it work for you. That's um, <clears throat> oh, that's brilliant. You know, and I everything we've we've learned today, and uh, from my point of view, we're looking to take advantage in our services business or ticket promotions business, the vehicle write-off, and also the traineeship. So uh, there's a couple there, and I think every business out there, uh, these these opportunities don't come along very often. Uh, now, COVID's been an awful process to go through, but bought some advantages for people to be able to take advantage of and i think that you know the buying an asset for the business and having instant write-off and able to put on an apprentice or a trainee you know we know how important that is and in that first year because you've got to you're picking someone you think is going to be right for your business so you now get support the the funding side of that and the waging side of that so what i've been able to learn today but then uh, i think one message for me back to to our listeners is amanda so amanda and the team are so approachable that as Amanda just said, if you've got a question, just give them a call and ask your question. Like they'll help you out any time and I think you'll find that uh, the services provided is outstanding. And I suppose one, one last question from me, Amanda, is uh, you're located here in South Australia with us. I am. Does that create any difficulties if people from interstate would like to use your services? No, not at all. We've actually got um, a couple of um, clients that are based in Melbourne and uh, New South Wales and, and Northern Territory. 
Um, so, yeah, being able to communicate, it doesn't matter where you're located, as long as you've got um, an email or a telephone, yeah, we, can, we can help you out. <laughs> You'd hope if they've got a business, they've got either of those for sure. That, that's it, and that's all you need. <laughs> but no, it, it's, it's fairly easy. I mean, everything's so um, digital at the moment anyway. It's just a matter of, um, yeah, having a conversation, really. Perfect, Amanda. And part of, uh, I suppose, Innovative Traders Club is about that digital transformation, or as we talk about transforming tradeology, is really leveraging that the productivity comes with the technology and the digital platforms now. So we don't have to be uh, around the corner from anywhere anymore. We can literally be any, anywhere in the country or for that matter, anywhere in the world and still be able to provide our services and offers and, and be able to bring value to the to the membership. So I know from Ashley's point of view, uh, so happy that uh, Rip Watcher and Associates sort of saw what we were doing and, and thought it'd be a great opportunity to sort of form this uh, this partnership and, and get out there and help tradies, particularly simplify that business part of business. And I think what Rip Watchman Associates will be doing is exactly that, helping them in that, that key area. Uh, a couple of shows ago, I think uh, someone uh, might've been Miles talking about eyes on the numbers. You have to know your numbers. Uh, and there's nothing more important than the service uh, that you and your company can provide our members is to to have a really good eye on those numbers and know exactly what's happening, when it's happening and why it's happening. Yeah, definitely. Perfect. All right, Amanda, well, look, um, time has slipped away really quickly again. It, it's unbelievable. It, uh, it blows Ash and I away how quickly these really good conversations um, unfortunately come to an end. But, I mean, some of your tips today, thank you very much for sharing them. I think those five, ask lots of questions, be more curious as tradies, particularly if you're moving into business. I think that was uh, fantastic. Uh, keep receipts, uh, and we all know we have to keep receipts, but now using some of those different apps, taking photos uh, rather than that sort of shoebox under the bed, there's better ways of maybe maintaining that data. So that was great. Write things down, keep a diary. And again, if they're not doing that, that would be great. Happen to start pretty much straight away, keeping that there. A separate bank account, and again, I suppose many of us that sounds such a simple thing to do, but maybe in the excitement of starting a business, that might be an oversight. So get out there and have a dedicated business account. And of course, be compliant. And you covered that really beautifully. So, I mean, tradies tend to have a lot of compliance in what they do. There's a lot of risk associated for many of them. There's a lot of regulation to what they do as well. So compliance really is critical in, uh, in sort of driving and running a successful tradie business. So thank you very much for your time today, Amanda. It's been uh, really insightful and uh, I'm sure down the track we'll get you back on as, uh, as we get more feedback from our members. There'll be other questions that I know that you'll be able to help, uh, help them with. So if it's okay with you, we'd love to have you back on at some stage to maybe cover some of those things off. Um, they can go to Innovative Traders Club website to, to find Watchman Associates. Where else can they go to to find uh, what you're up to and, and where you're doing it? have a Facebook uh, page as well so yeah, we're trying to keep um, ongoing marketing and, and um, blogs that are currently happening in, in the ATO compliance world um, so if you want to keep a, an eye out for that it's um, Rip Watchman and Associates Facebook uh, and we obviously our, our website is also a good um, place to look for just what's going on and, and blogs and newsletters and all the likes. Brilliant. All right. Well, thank you very much again, Amanda. Cheers, Ash. Well done. That's it. That's uh, show number 11 done now. So whether in the ute, the van, the side shed, the office, or maybe sitting down to do your tax, Amanda, uh, we thank you for sharing your time today and hope you can join us at Trade Avant Garde next time. Stay safe, stay well, and we'll speak with you soon.